Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you and today I am going to explain to you how long of a break that you need to take after a steroid cycle, whether it be you running TRT or if you are actually running a PCT, etc. Because there are some differences there. So before we get into that really quickly, I just want to give a big huge shout out and thank you to everybody out there, your support the way that I'm seeing the numbers grow, the comments, the likes, the subs, you guys are absolutely amazing. I can't, I'm humbled daily. Please, if you have not yet, subscribe, like, comment. I know that I ask this often, but it's truly helping the channel. And if we can get the channel bigger and bigger and bigger, the content's going to get better. I'm going to be able to do it more often. So please and thank you. Now, let's talk about this because I see this asked a lot. This is absolutely huge in terms of your health and the importance overall. And it doesn't get talked about enough. I don't feel like it gets explained enough. And um, it seems like people get aggravated, irritated. I, I don't know. I, I don't understand. But I, I want to get into this and I want to explain it so that we're really addressing that the keeping people safe and health aspect of all of this because that should be first and foremost. Of course, we want to get our gains. Of course, we want to make our progress. The, the, what else do we want to use steroids or PEDs for? We either want an advantage or we, we just want to improve, whatever the case may be. We all get that. And there's an effective way to do that where we can keep it a lot safer. All right. Now, when it comes to time off, let's address the people that are not on TRT, that are just actually running a full post-cycle therapy, taking the break, and then running another cycle. All right. And then I'll address the TRT people because that's going to be different. And I want to cover everybody. Um, so if you're running, let's just say, because this is general, let's say you're running a 12-week cycle, you've got your longer ester cycle, all right? So you're running, I don't know, test sip, and let's just say DECA, all right? Or actually, let's just go test by itself, all right? So you're running your test, your 12 weeks. Then you're taking two weeks to let your esters clear. So that's weeks 13 and 14. So that means chances are you're going to run a four-week PCT. So that's weeks 15, 16, 17, and 18. So right then and there, what do we have? We've got 18 total weeks that you've been on cycle. Now, if you're running shorter esters, let's say a 10-week of test prop and trenase, all right? So you're going 10 weeks. Well, then your post cycle is going to start generally within about three to four days, all right? Some people wait a week i generally recommend three to four days so you're 10 weeks um then you've got your four week post cycle that's 11 12 13 and 14. so that cycle you've only been on 14 weeks regardless you take the total time on cycle plus pct and if there's an ester clearance there that all counts the entire time start to finish until you actually fully complete your post cycle therapy is your total time on cycle so as I said, that first one that I said was 18 weeks total that you were on cycle. So that means at the bare minimum, you want to take 18 weeks off before you start another cycle. Now, you have those options to run a SARMS bridge in between your cycles. You can run some natural supplements. You could have been on um, HGH, for example, or peptides. You've, you've got options. Or you can just break and let your body just completely be off anything and everything but you have got to stay off 
steroids, pro-hormones uh, pro or steroids, that's just you staying on, all right? You can call it a blasting, whatever. It's staying on. And if you're not on TRT, you don't want to be blasting and cruising, that time in between, no anabolic steroids used, none, okay? That defeats the purpose of the time off. Now, you could argue that with SARMs. They're not nearly as suppressive. I've covered this before. Whatever. That's not what we're talking about here. If you want to argue that, we can do that on a later video or we can discuss it. I hate to say argue because I just don't even ever really want to do that ever again with anybody. And I don't think there's a need to do that. Um, it's discussion, essentially. So, But that is the total time on equals total time off, bare minimum. Um, that's up to you. That really revolves around you, your comfort level, your blood work, all of these things. Um, as long as you're taking that time off, I, I'm fine with it generally and what I recommend. Not that I'm your dad and you got to do whatever the hell Dylan Jamelli says, but if you're just asking for my personal recommendation, I, I like to see people wait a skosh longer, but look, we're you know, do what you do. Do what you're comfortable with and do what your blood work says you're you okay to do, I guess. Just you make your own educated decisions and, and go from there. Now, the TRT people, you're obviously not running a PCT. You're not going to have any ester clearances. You run your 12-week cycle, you're just going to drop right back down to your TRT dose, right? So, um, generally speaking, time on equals time off. So if you run a 12-week cycle, take 12 weeks off, get back on it again. I'd wait a, a little bit longer. It just let your body rest a little bit longer, to, you know, but that's up to you. You, as long as you're at least taking that 12 weeks off, if you ran it on 12 weeks, then you should be good. I I just like to let the body recover a little bit longer. I know, so well, what's two weeks? Well, what's, you know, well, if you do that 10 times, uh, over time, well, two weeks has turned into several months. You, you see what I'm saying? It adds up quite quickly. And it, it's just more strain and stress in your body that, you know, you don't need. And you're already back to TRT, so you're already going to be still kind of technically on something anyway, even though it's used for your health purposes, you're still on something. So, you know, and then you could run your SARMs bridge or whatever peptides bridge or HGH, whatever. But, you know, it's, it's all about risk versus reward and trying to extend the longevity and the health and the, you know, the, the overall every single day health and, and extending your life. We don't want to do things that are going to take away from that. All right. Time is short. And, and you just, you don't want to take away from that. And little things add up to big things. Just always remember that. You can't always go, well, it's just one more of this, or it's just another day, or it's just another hour, it's just another minute. Because the more that you do that, it adds up, and it adds up, and it adds up. Just think about when you have um, a budget, and you're buying a house or a car. You can't just keep going, oh, it's a thousand, oh, it's just only a thousand, or it's only a hundred, or it's only this. Man, before you know it, you're like doubling what your max was. So just remember those things. It's It applies to all aspects of life. So uh, I'm not trying to be Dr. Fucking Phil here. I'm just explaining. So that being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli signing off.